0: Welcome to this wonderful time of sharing the word of God together. And uh, I know God will just talk to you today and encourage you to learn how to use God's word for your own profit and learn how to please God through life. And one of my desires in this series of short teachings is to help us lay hold of the truth to be able to work with it and experience freedom. And I want to bring today a particular truth that will help you, that will strengthen you and encourage you to live your Christian life. Now when you see Christians today, they want to do what Jesus did. And we need to learn how to do that exactly. I want us to go to John chapter 14 and give us some light of how to do the works of Jesus. And right now, as we open this, I know many of us will have had these verses in the Bible, which is quite fantastic and beautiful. Now listen to it. I know you have heard it before. It says this in John chapter 14, verse 12. Verily, verily I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than this, he will do, because I go to my Father. Did you hear that? Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, if you believe in me, the works that I do, shall you do also. And he will even do greater works. Now, that has been misunderstood in a way because we never understood what Jesus was doing. He said he was doing certain kind of works, and those kind of works we need to do too. And when Jesus was here, he was outstanding in making things happen. And of course, he would spend time during the night to pray and talk to his father. But Jesus changed things while he was here. He effected changes in the daytime. And I want us to see how he actually changed negative things. We'll read a set of verses in the Bible and it will give us some light. And this word will stand out about how Jesus did certain work and changed the wrong things to the right. We'll start with this in Luke chapter 4. Shortly after he was baptized by John the Baptist, he went to the wilderness to be tempted. When he came out of temptation, he began to preach and teach and heal all over the region of Galilee. And the Bible said this, he got to a city called Capernaum. While he got on there, he began to teach. Let's read it. That's Luke 4:31. 31. Then he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbath. As they were as. And they were astonished at his teaching, for his word was with authority. Now, think about that. He was teaching on the Sabbaths. And as he was teaching, they saw authority in his The the first authority in his word. Now listen to this next verse, 33. Now in the synagogue there was a man who had the spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to the source? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Now, look at what Jesus did. He said, What shall I do, sir? You do also. But Jesus rebuked him. See that word? Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him in their midst, it came out of him. And they not hurt him. Then they were all amazed. That happened in the synagogue. He left the synagogue and went out of the synagogue. Let's look at what happened next. That's Luke four thirty-eight. 38. Now he arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. But Simon's wife's mother, that was Simon's mother-in-law, was sick with a high fever. And they made request of him concerning her. Now listen to this, 39th verse. So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and served him. We're going to look at another place. Jesus was also moving. I think he was traveling with his disciples on the sea. And when they were on the sea, the Bible said this happened in Luke chapter 8, verse 22. Now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples. He said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out. But as they sailed, he fell asleep and a windstorm came down on the lake and they were filling with water. The boat was getting filled up with water. And one jeopardy, in serious danger, and they came to Jesus and him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Now look at it again what said, then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased, and there was a calm and he said to them, "But he said to them, where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, saying to one another, who can this be? For he commands even the wind and the water, and they obey him. Now don't forget what we read first about Jesus. That he said, I say to you, truly, truly, whoever believes in me, the works I did, will he do also? Or the works I do, will he do also? And we will do greater works before we discuss greater works, let's even discuss what he did when he was here. At least we start from there, at least we'll be more than happy. Now, I read three words of God to you, three passages in the Bible. I read the story of Jesus in the temple. I read the story of Jesus in the house of Peter's, and then meeting his mother-in-law. And then we read the story of Christ on the sea. Now, if you see all these three stories, one word was common to all of them, that Jesus did. When the demons spoke out and said, leave us alone, what have you to do with us? The Bible said, Jesus rebuked that spirit. He said, Be quiet and come out of him. That's what he did. Then he went to the house of Peter. When he got down there, they told Jesus that the mother in was having a high fever. Jesus stood over her, and rebuked the fever. Interesting. He rebuked the unclean spirit. Second, he rebuked the fever. Then, the last one we read about him on the sea, that's Christ on the sea, and that was it, this windstorm that was turning the water up, there and, and they were in serious danger. Jesus got up. The Bible said he arose and rebuked the wind and the region of the water. In all these three events, Jesus did a particular work. And that's the work of rebuking. Amazingly, that work seemed to affect changes in the situations. Amazingly. If you notice, he didn't pray. Facing these adverse situations, he didn't talk to God. He didn't beg God to come on the situation. He didn't plead with God to manifest himself. He just got up. The first one, he spoke, he rebuked the spirit. The second one, he rebuked the fever. Third one, he rebuked the wind and the storms. And notice that Jesus did something very interesting. He rebuked unclean spirit. He rebuked sickness. And he rebuked adverse circumstances. If we are going to do the works of Jesus, I think we should get into the work of rebuking. So let's look at this work of rebuking in greater detail in our next episode. If you don't rebuke, we may not see any changes. Jesus rebuked the circumstance of the water and the wind creating a storm. He rebuked the fever. He rebuked the unclean spirit. And amazingly, all the three events changed because Jesus rebuked. What does it mean to rebuke? Why rebuking? Why can't he just talk to God? We will hear that in our next episode thanks for listening welcome to our second episode on this what i call the ministry of rebuking <laughs> jesus work of rebuking and we saw in the first episode that jesus handled three situations with the same word the same action rebuke 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 and that word rebuke what does it mean before we even go for that the word means to speak sharply to to oppose vehemently with your words, and to, and to stand against, and to demand, not humbly, but forcefully, and arrogantly. That means that when you are rebuking something, you don't speak nicely, you demand, you enforce, you ask for a change by force. So Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit rebuked the sickness and rebuked the wind and the storm that's causing the raging of the waves against the boat of disciples on the sea. Are we followers of Jesus? You know, today Christians just pray. Jesus yes. prayed too in the night. He spent time praying. He spent a long time, sometimes all, all night long in prayer. But in the face of this event, Jesus didn't pray. I believe that Jesus knew that these were not the works of God, that he had to plead with God to do something about it. These were not God's intentions. These were not from God. And Jesus did not excuse himself and excuse God and said, okay, we don't know what's going on here. Jesus took a strong stance against the unclean spirit while he was teaching against the eye fever in the body of the mother-in-law of Peter. And he took a stand. He woke out of sleep and just didn't even pray to God. He spoke sternly to the wind and the waves and stopped it. I believe that this is something we have not explored as Christians, as believers, as followers of Jesus. If you notice, those disciples were shocked. They were in awe by what he did. But he asked them, where is your faith? So I believe that the faith should be revealed and manifested in rebuking. They were just crying out, we are perishing, we are in danger. And those words didn't effect any change. They told Jesus about the woman. Telling Jesus didn't effect any change. Jesus rebuked it. To rebuke means to speak sharply to and to demand. So Jesus demanded unclean spirits to come out of a man, it demanded the fever to leave the body of the old woman. And it demanded and rebuked the wind and the storm to seize and to stop their raging. I believe that that authority as the follower of Christ, if you're going to do the work that Jesus did, we must also enter this work of rebuking, of, of, of challenging and speaking harshly to situations And not just be nice to them. Jesus Jesus was not nice to the sickness. You know, today when people get sick and feel sick, we, 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 we talk nicely, we wonder what's really going on. Jesus spoke harshly and sternly to sickness. I want to challenge you to start thinking about this, to start rebuking, to start speaking against sickness in your body, in the body of your loved ones. Not just to, you know, parambulate around things. I mean, couldn't imagine Jesus just hanging around in the boat and wandering and waiting and watching and expecting the things to die naturally. But Jesus rebuked it. He spoke sharply to it. He was stunned about it. He took a stance of a soldier in aggression against these circumstances we just noticed. Unclean spirits are... Satanic agent. Christ didn't pray about it. He spoke to the spirit. He demanded it to take a leave of the man. And that spirit left. Jesus spoke to the fever, to the sickness, this high fever. He spoke sternly to it and he left. Also to the wind and storms. I want to challenge you to look at your life situations and circumstances, and look at sickness and evil spirits, whatever their manifestation, I think we should start rebuking like Jesus. Let's follow our master. He was not lying down. He was not pleading with God to remove it. He spoke sternly. He rebuked it. He spoke to it. He demanded for a change. I don't think he was nice about talking to the sickness, not the circumstances, not to evil spirit, You know, the sheer thought of Jesus, <laughs> you know, confronting it, we, we don't think like that. We think of going to God and God help us intervene, but Jesus directly faced it and spoke to it. No wonder Jesus said, who shall I say to this man? Be removed and be cast to the sea. Shall not doubt in his heart. But for the sea will come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. It's time to start speaking. And rebuking. Not just just really speaking, but rebuking situations like sickness, like disease, like evil spirits in their manifestation. When we have evil power at work, let's not just plead with God, let's rebuke it. When we find sickness in our bodies, in the body of our loved ones, let's do like Jesus did. Let's speak to it sternly and demand it to leave. And when we face some adverse, life circumstances and situations. They're not just kind of pontificating and philosophizing about it. Let's rebuke it. I feel like saying this, it's time you enter the ministry of rebuke, the ministry of rebuking, and rebuke things, and stop things in our lives. If you do so, we'll see what Jesus saw. He rebuked, and he saw changes. We will rebuke, and see changes. After all, he said what he did, we can do. Let's get into business and do it. God bless you.